Thanks for listening. This is Angela and David. The following episode was recorded in the winter of 2019. Stay safe. Rise up. Be mighty. This is Into the Trenches. This is an entertainment podcast. We talk to people in the biz, and we're talking about directors, casting directors, producers, actors, anybody who's in this industry. We want to talk to them and talk about what it's like to be in the trenches. No matter what size market that you live in, the one thing that's universal is that this business is hard. So our hope is to have people on the podcast who can share their journey, and perhaps you'll relate with them, learn from them, or just have an amazing time listening to them. I'm David S. Hogan. I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is Into the Trenches. Well, welcome to the show, Mark Spade-Smith. Great to have you. Hey, man, I'm honored to be here with you guys. This is so cool. We love to have you in the <laughs> trenches so with cool. us. Oh, the trenches. We are in the trenches. We are now. And we're, in the, and we're going to talk about the trenches. First, I want to talk a little bit about how did this... How did we even meet? I just met you yesterday. Yes. So this is uh, an amazing experience for me, getting to know somebody who I respect and admire. Oh, I and it's like, that. okay, let's let's just talk about. Mark that. Uh, looked us up, and and uh, I got this voicemail, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this nice sounding gentleman who needs a video submit when people go on to the interwebs. Uh, Mighty Tripod <laughs> Acting Studio, luckily, yeah. uh, comes up. But Mark, would you let him know the voicemail you left me? It was so funny because I I got here uh, into Seattle. I'm here for a wedding, and I was um, I got this audition from my agent, and I'm like, well, I can't do this. I don't have anyone to help me tape. <laughs> and I'm like, she says, well, so she went online and she, we looked up in I think it was Google Maps, okay, Acting Studios Seattle. And yours popped up. Boom. But it said closed until Monday at 11 a.m. I'm like, well, I... This is during the week. It's it closed. It's uh, clearly a Wednesday, on, a Wednesday evening. That's my fault. We can't even blame Google for that because that's information I added myself. All right? <laughs> okay, was, come was, on, David. My, come on. It's been amended. Right? <laughs> that's good. I, I fixed that's good. It's it. Been thanks, amended. thanks to Mark. <laughs> hey, I got it. I got it. So I, I was sitting there and I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm just going to call because maybe someone will be in the office and hear a voicemail. I was thinking of old school voicemails that you can hear. Remember the ones back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah. Of course. So I called, left the message, and I was like, I don't know if you're going to get this, but if you can, <laughs> call me back. And you <laughs> called back. I was so grateful. So that's how we got here. And then David just helped me out and made me feel very comfortable, great atmosphere. I mean, I've, I've been acting for a minute, and to be to come into a space that is professional and clean and it's a good space for an actor when you're somewhere that makes you feel comfortable to do your craft oh thank you mark so when i get the oscar i may not say your names about that but you know <laughs> this time in this moment i'm saying you helped me to get that role at your studio no uh, so. exactly yeah. and in the beginning i was like semi-annoyed because angela texted me she's like someone's gonna check in with you and i'm like oh i'm kind of like in my pajamas right now i don't want to drive to the studio and but don't and don't ahead. get it yeah don't get it twisted <laughs> david wasn't annoyed for the work it was that uh dave and i are in a show so we're uh currently uh doing a show that um it, it's a longer show we do breakdowns wow. we don't get home till close to midnight mm -hmm. and uh, we usually spend some time with our dog and and we'll like relax and just kind of let the show kind of wash yeah. off and then we'll go to bed and so it was early in the morning I was heading into work and I was already booked right. so he was more annoyed that I went hey I, I pretty much gave you a client so I need you to get dressed <laughs> yeah, it was early in the morning it was like 10 I'm like Ugh. <laughs> that's, that's early for us hey home. that's early for us 10 o'clock yeah, like but, but the thing is what I've learned though I mean I do like to practice the art of saying yes mm -hmm. because there's mm -hmm. something about opportunity or yeah. like you know we'd never met so there is 
we have met now. Absolutely. And that's a connection that's, I mean, I am a believer in the universe. Yes. Somehow yes. providing you I'm with telling you, man. pathways. And yes. so after a little bit of hesitation, I'm like, no, of course I'm going to come in and do it. <laughs> and some of my best self-taping experiences are have been with out-of-town actors. Wow. Because I think part of it is because they feel like, oh, my God, thank goodness. Yeah, literally. Because like, otherwise was... you're taping at home on your iPhone. Oh, that's, that's no fun. That's the worst. <laughs> well, and I love, it's also what you're saying, David, that Mark also said yes. Mm-hmm. Instead Absolutely. of telling his agent, no, I'm going to this wedding, I'm not going to do it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, opportunity's knocking. That's right. Let me answer the door. Oh, the door says this office is closed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Keep knocking. Uh, Keep knocking. Let me see if they have an answering machine. <laughs> and thank goodness. No, so I'm, I was. I'm glad. I'm so glad you answered and you called back. So that's why we're here. That's how we that's got right. in the trenches. Right. And then I was like, hey, now. Some, and then the second day we did some more taping. Another today. audition. Yes. I was like, well, let me ask Mark if he'd like to join us for our podcast. Yes. No problem. I'm now honored. Here we are. I really am. Awesome. So I think I'll I'll get us started. My my first question, and we say this uh, in our intro about what the show is about, and it's so cool. We have Mark who is not from Seattle, is not in this market, but every market ultimately as artists, whether we're directors, actors, producers, uh, writers, remember, we're all in it. We're all in this grind together. Stuff happens. Look at this opportunity already that opened. So I would love to know, not only for us, but for our listeners, how did you get into this game? How did you, what inspired you to start acting and and, and when was that? Funny, good question. Um, I started doing public speaking at nine. I kid you not. I have a picture of myself in a white three-piece suit with a brown shirt and a white tie and brown patent leather shoes. Yes. My mama is the truth. You understand me? That woman is the truth, okay? (laughs) And I was in Chicago 1981, Mm. so that's when I started. I have a a weird memory. Like, if if I do a script, I can memorize a bunch of pages pretty quickly. So that's been my, 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 my journey. I've always, you know, wrote plays as a kid growing up in church and doing that. And then um, it was nine, it was, I was about maybe about seven years ago, eight years ago, uh, Dream Girls was coming to Chicago. Yes. And a friend of mine says, hey, man, I dare you to try out for it. I'm like, man, come on. So I went. I went to the audition on a dare. And I, the director called me back the next day and said, hey, man, I would love to give you the part of Jimmy Early. He said, but you're too fat. What? He did. He did. And he was right. I was. I really was. For Jimmy. You can't be a fat Jimmy Early. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just going to say to everybody listening, fat Jimmy Earlys aren't sexy. That doesn't sell the script, guys. Bottom line. So he goes, he says, listen, man, if you can lose 30 pounds, that was in November. If you can lose 30 pounds by we go open in March, I'll give you the role. But I said, I, I said I'll do it. Oof. And from that day to March of the next year, I lost 48 pounds. Mm. Wow. So I was Jimmy Early in Dreamgirls. It was the one of the greatest musical experiences of my life. Mm. To you know, to drop your pants for eight weeks in a row at the end of the play is just, uh, who who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that's how I got started in it for real, for real. And then from there, just you know, did that play local theater and kept going, kept grinding. I did a play. Uh, Katori Hall's Hoodoo Love. Mm. Great play. Challenging role, but from that to this has just been, you know, working, working. You know, how the, you know the grind, yeah. the trenches, mm. working, and yeah. with good seasons and bad seasons, and I got my first national commercial, and then no commercials for a while, and then and you know how it goes. Yeah. But that's how I got started, on a dare. That's how I got started, and I was like, and I'm glad I did, because I, I love it. I would not 
want to do this life without being an actor. That's and I love that you're doing you're doing it all. You're doing musical theater. You're doing contemporary theater. Yes. You're doing commercial. You're yes. doing film. I think that's one thing a lot of people think you have to do one or just the other. And it's Mm-mm. like, no, we're, we're actors. Yeah, we're hybrids. Yeah. We are truly gifted in many places. The key for us, of course, is balance. So I'm still trying to figure that out. I ain't got that to fight for Yeah. Right. I'll call you when I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have yeah, that. that at all. Yeah, balance is hard. There's, uh, yeah, there's so many things going on in my life that it's, it's hard to find balance. My, is it my turn for a question? I'm going to hand it over to you, Dave. All right, cool. Well, uh, you gave me your business card, yeah. which I loved. And uh, on it, it says, President Hybrid Global Media Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And on what? the back, it says, Branding, Content Creation. Tell me a bit about this line of work. Before I say that, I'm going to yes. let you know, I'm probably the most interesting, boring person you've ever met in your life. <laughs> I think it really is It really is true. So um, I own a company called HGMI. And we are a content creation company. We literally, we're the company that creates the commercials you may see on TV. Mm. So, you know, I have clients like Malcolm X College, or a couple of housing authorities, the Urban League. So we do their content, different artists, whether it be whoever it is, we can do content for that. And so because I, I think my biggest gift is I'm a creative Mm-hmm. I'm a creative, and that's that's like my main gift. We are a minority black enterprise for the city of Chicago, so we we dis- we create content. A commercial you may see on TV, we we, we would be the company to create that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've been told I have a decent sounding voice, and so it's 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 paid a few rents. Well, <laughs> nice. nice. Hello, rent paid. Hello, <laughs> rent paid again. No, but um, HGMI is it's it's a great space. We have good clients like. Uh, the Urban League, we have clients like Malcolm X College in Chicago, uh, a couple of housing authorities, different artists, if you will. I just did some work for C.C. Pennison, uh, doing some media content creation. And because I think I'm a creative, like I I sing, you know, I speak. I'm like, oh, oh, he does everything. I get it. But it's true. But balance is the key. So HDMI is like, HDMI is kind of like my... It's like my adult job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the job that says, yes, these bills are going to get paid. Why? Because of HGMI. You know, that's why we do that. So, But I love it. You know, we really um, are able to connect with clients and or individuals, kind of help tell their story. I'm a storyteller by, by, by nature. And we tell their story in very compelling ways, whether it's music or digital. And it's fun. It pays damn well. Nice. Good. It pays very well. But it's also nice that Well, not that well that no one should pay me. If you're listening, please. <laughs> no, yeah, don't. But if you, what I was going to say yeah. to help you is also, it's, you know, same for our studio. It's something that they're paying because it's worth it. Absolutely. Because it's quality. It's absolutely. Because it's something where we, I, it'd be great if we all could just do everything on our own and yeah. somehow that grew a money tree, but that's not the case. <laughs> no. Uh, that's perfect to kind of segue into my next question. So maybe beyond... Mm-hmm. Uh, your company beyond acting. What is something that you do to find peace, oh, or wow. something that you do maybe uh, to escape the hustle and recharge? Wow, to escape the hustle. Oh gosh, I don't know if I have ever escaped the hustle, and I kind of like the hustle because mm-hmm. I'm I'm the kind of person that I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. I, I escape the hustle when I go on vacation. When I go on vacation, I unplug, but then I'll be writing. You know, and then I'll be doing something else. Um, one interesting thing about my life that may be a part of escaping the hustle is I pastor a church in Chicago. Wonderful. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a I'm the actual lead, I'm the guy. I teach every Sunday. You know, our church is kind of like Bruno Mars meets Joel Osteen. 
literally nice. we're crazy it's like oh my god they're, they're jumping around they're screaming and then it's like and the lord wants you to be the best you could ever be nice all that you know with the iro in the voice you heard it okay um mm-hmm. but so i think the balance of that you know we do music our own original music we're releasing a couple of songs coming up in march for easter and then for mother's day so that's i think my escape is settling into what i do the best part about it is if I can do it and then afford my life, it works. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I escape. I think I might need an escape, but I'm okay for now. I'm okay being captured by purpose. Mm. I think that, captured but I think that's purpose. also wonderful, like that faith is something where it's that's encompassing and embraces where you're at no matter yeah. how you're feeling that day. It's not judged. It's not, there's no right, there's no wrong. Right. You can just come and be. Mm-hmm. So to me, like every Sunday, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense. I love me. it. It's, it's pretty Beautiful. cool. It's, it's, it's good. We are, our church is uh, unique. Black, white, Hispanic, young, old. It's like my parents go to my church. They're both 80. Oh, I love that. And they've been married for 63 years. And then, you know, I got young people as, as 21. I got all kind of folks. It's crazy, but I love it. Spades Temple, Elgin, shout out, hoorah! Yes, my peoples. That's so awesome. I, you said uh, captured by purpose, which just it's just a sticky term. It sticks in my brain. Yeah, it reminds me of the the what is your why mm, question that we've seen. Great. We ask. I mean, it's one of the things I. I ask students all the time when they're getting into this business and or even when they're kind of digging into some character work. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that character's why? What wow. is their motivation? Why are they doing what they're doing? And I, I love Captured by Purpose. That's it is really, true. Really I nice. mean, right now I am I'm dating this beautiful woman whose name is Purpose. Mm. <gasps> She's that's I'm not joking. Like, that is the girl for me. Like, every day I wake up and by God's grace, knock on wood, all I do is I'm either doing church stuff. It's a growing church, growing ministry. I'm either doing my media company or I'm getting ready for a, a film or a play. Like I'm doing, um, we just got done doing Oedipus Rex in at Court Theater in Chicago. Oh, that's great. Great run. Oh, my goodness. The Gospel of Colonus, which is the telling of Oedipus's journey through the voice of the Pentecostal church. I'm reprising the role Morgan Freeman did on Broadway 20 years ago. Nice. We start that in a couple of months and do that run. So when I say captured by purpose, that's really what I'm about. You know, uh, I'm far from perfect, but I'm perfectly connected to who I'm supposed to be. And I love it, man. I mean, whether it's preaching or singing or acting or writing, it's a lot, but somehow... It works, but that's why my company's name is what it is. I'm hybrid global media. So, you know, one day if I become a billionaire, I'll be like, I told you I was right. It, it could also be hybrid global mark. What? Mind blown. Watch it. Mind blown. Watch it. Drop the mic and walk off. away. That's good. <laughs> hybrid, ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. kind of like that. I'm going to give you a little I, for that I, I've got a little follow-up about, uh, you mentioned Chicago, which I, I don't know a whole lot about Chicago. When I was a teenager, <laughs> we went through Chicago. I think I got, like, food poisoning. I was in the hotel for the <laughs> oh, whole day. I no. couldn't get out and experience, you know, like the deep dish pizza. Or oh, I, did, yeah. I just didn't get a feel for the city at all. And I also know that you were on The Shy, yes. which is a show that I, I know is out there, but I haven't watched it yet. If you Give, give me a little... Pitch Chicago to me. Let me. I want to know what it feels like. What does Chicago feel like? Chicago feels like perfection that only gets tempered with when it goes below five degrees. Mm. Um, I love Chicago. It's 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 the place I grew up at. Uh, I'm a suburban Chicagoan, but you know, in the in the context of Chicago, it's a great city. It's always alive. It's always moving. It's very diverse. 
And it is as diverse in music and theater and community as any city you could imagine. Mm. The best part about Chicago is people. I mean, uh, Cinespace is shooting everything in the world there, from Chicago PD to Chicago Fire Mm. to, um, oh my God, they're shooting everything. And, And we shoot the shot. I play Mason Little. I'm the father of the main character's girlfriend. Um, so I have a couple of seasons. I'm, I play a sedity black man. I think it, I'm, they tried to tight cash me, but I'm not mad at it because I'm, I'm, I'm a little bougie. Just let me, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bougie. Man. I am bougie. I'm like, ah, 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 that stinks. I can't do it. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bougie. So I got this role. It was a great role. Um, loved it. But uh, Chicago is a great space to be, man. It's just, it's good because the energy is is really about people that love life. Yeah. And it's got its crazy points, you know. If you got food poisoning, I don't want to know what side of town you went on, but I think I can guess, but I'm not going to say it on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I love my city. I just, I will, I will admit, I am not a fan of the winter. I mm. do not like cold weather. I yeah, used right. to, and now yeah. I'm the same way. I just don't feel it. And now mm-hmm. we really actually get it here in Seattle. We're getting snowed that, like, people can't go anywhere for weeks, and I'm I'm not feeling it yeah, either. My mom's trying to look into snowbirding and Ooh. wants to buy something in Arizona, and I was yeah. like, we'll get an extra bedroom so right. David and Bruno and I can come and... <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But, I mean, Chicago's got, our winters are nothing compared no, no, no. to what you guys oh, get. I don't like it. I'm so I'm sorry. still trying to figure out how I can escape during the wintertime mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, podcast or video cast myself back on, I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't like I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. Spring, summer, fall, there's Love never it. a better city. Mm-hmm. On the rooftop at Soho on the, in the summertime, is it's both a beautiful sight to behold Several sites to behold, mm-hmm. very walking sites, you know, <laughs> those kind of sites mm-hmm. to behold. And the, and the food, I just lost my whole train of thought there. Okay, uh-huh. So, yes, Chicago's great. Next. <laughs> Wonderful. So, back to the, the actor grind, mm-hmm. the actor trenches. What is one of the most, uh, besides Dream Girls, mm-hmm. which obviously so amazing and the challenge of you know, being told, hey, Kate, that you do this and this role is yours. Yeah. Uh, one of your most challenging and or fulfilling roles? One of my most challenging roles, no doubt, was uh, I played Jib in Katori Hall's Hoodoo Love. Mm. Uh, Jib is a... One thing about acting that is beautiful is when you're in, when you're playing a character, you cannot judge that character. Mm-hmm. You That's simply true. have to be. If he's an ass, then you know what? You're going to be an ass and a good one at that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jib was a guy who was a uh, a alcoholic, incest-driven individual. And in the play, Jib rapes his sister. Mm. And when I tell you, oh, my gosh, I remember we were doing rehearsals with, um, he's, he's now deceased, God rest his soul, Nelson Ellis, who played... Uh, Lafayette in who in um, HBO's yeah 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 True Blood, uh, True True Blood. Blood. love he's, he's dead oh yes. yeah he passed away sometime a couple he, of years yeah. ago yeah very dear friend of mine oh my gosh he directed me in Who Do Love and I remember Oof. we were we were going through the scenes and the time came to uh, you know this the, the rape scene which is let me tell you it was a horrible scene and he goes Mark Smith goes, yeah he says you know bleep 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 which is fine no big deal he says um. Have you ever fought before? I'm like, well, he goes, no, you're too pretty to fight. He says, he goes, well, I'll tell you what. He made me, he said, I need you to embrace Jib for who he is and not judge him. But I never raped nobody. 
anybody in my life. No. Yeah. Don't plan on it. No. To play a character that literally is he's an alcoholic, he's I mean, he's he's so he's so beyond redemption but believes in redemption. Uh we we got a a write up from the trib, I believe, that said um the moment Mark Spade Smith Jibs walks on stage. He, she says, I felt evil incarnate. Mm. Now, I'm going to tell you something. That was the a hard role because a very good friend of mine, Lynn Wachter, played uh, Tulu. And that scene, we would both be crying for real because it was such a, it was, I mean, that's a real scene. And after that, we would go backstage, both crying, hugging each other because we loved each other. Yes, we knew, we yes. know each other. And just to be like, to have to shed that skin every night, but then in theater, good job on Thursday. Come back again tomorrow, twice on Saturday. Do it again. Twi- you better be do- good. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But it's it was a challenging. It was it is the most challenging role I've ever had so far. But I loved it because it taught me the the craft of when you're in someone's skin, be in it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be on stage, you're gonna be on camera. The worst actor is the one that says, "Well, I don't know why I would do that." That's because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Your job is not to pretend; it is just to be. So if I'm a jerk, I'm gonna be a jerk. You might hate me when I get done, but mm-hmm. over drinks, you'll go, "Oh, Mark's back." Hey, Mark, how are you? But that role was, oh my goodness, it was a, it was so challenging. But to get those reviews, like I love that you know, here's the trib saying this, and there's something that you're like, oh, like part of you, I'm sure is like, oh, but then it's like, thank you, yeah. Because I put in that work because Absolutely. my director pushed me because my scene partner trusted me. Yes. And I also think with theater, because Dave and I both, we also we do film and theater. Okay. But what I always go back to the stage and why it will always be my first love is for that exact reason, that it is literally, there is no take two. No. It is raw. <laughs> it's right there. It is there. The audience is with you. Mm-hmm. And I agree, as teachers, we constantly tell our students at the studio, never judge a character. Because as soon as you say, oh, you know, like you said, I'm playing this jerk or I'm playing, you know, this... Floozy. Right, Mm, right. Versus, then that's obviously actor is Mm -hmm. labeling the person. Absolutely. Versus, I love that you just said for Jib that he believes, even though he's beyond redemption, that he has it. That it's, you know, we have to start thinking of why are they this way? Yes. I'm not saying that justifies for any of the stuff he did. No, no. Never but justifies there's a reason when we why. play those villains. Yeah. Someone yeah. has to play the villain. Yeah, and somebody, most villains didn't wake up villains. Exactly. They, life somehow turned them, not an excuse, but it's just about being in that space. That role was, oh my, we, I, mm. I, um, we got, I didn't get a Jeff for that. I got a Jeff for um, Lake Effect. But, Wait, pause for the cause. What are you saying? That sounds like some kind of award. Yes. Tell us. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Oh, do not blah, blah. Uh, we got a that. We got a Jeff Award for a uh, play, um, Rajiv Joseph's uh, world premiere, The Lake Effect, a mm-hmm. three-person play, one of the funnest plays I've ever played. Mm. Nice. And I played a guy named Bernard. He got hit on the head um, by this restaurant owner who then ends up dying and the restaurant owner tries to help Bernard out and he just remembers this man as a kind man, but it wasn't. Oh, it was a, oh my gosh. That was a great play. I love theater. I love theater. Yes, we do. I like it now more because I can negotiate my own price. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm like, well, you, you, no, I cannot be there five days a week for that. I shall not do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all, but no, ma'am, I cannot. But now it's it's it's, it's helped out a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Sir David. Well, bring. I mean, that's speaking to that point. It's like this idea of knowing your worth. Mm. I mean, a lot of because we're in the business of teaching actors, and a lot of people get into our studio, and they're they're brand new, mm-hmm. and they're 
taking any job they can, job, they're taking any opportunity they can, <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. no pay or not. And I mean, in the beginning of my acting career, absolutely. absolutely. I take the occasionally no paying job, but at absolutely. some point, you, it's like any other career, you get to a certain point and you're like, you know what? Um, yes, I would love to come play. However, right. I have to pay this light bill tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Did you this tell, is my rate. Did you tell Mark your new 2020 motto? Which one was that? I have I have lots of mottos. <laughs> well, it's like I appreciate that what you were saying, Mark, because Dave and I are now. I mean, after I've been in this business doing it over 30 years. Wow. And so it's something, same thing. I started, you guys, you guys I started, are so young. You guys are gorgeous. Mama's almost 43. <laughs> no uh, way. Yes. Really? Yes. Come on, Dave. High five, Reverend. Come on, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. I'll see you, sir. Nothing to use you. All right. Tonight's going to be something. Okay, anyways. Yeah. No, no, but it's the same thing you said. It's like, I, I started really young. You know, I, I was like my motto? I eight thought years old. I am. I'm getting <laughs> oh, to it. I'm okay. getting to it. And even over that, that it's like, it finally, it wasn't until I felt that I could take ownership of my artistry to say, oh, no, I'm worth more than this yeah. rate-wise. Yeah. Or I don't need this role. I'm okay. Thank you. Yes. But let me introduce you to a student of mine. She'll slay it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then David uh, started doing very similar things. And he's like, I've, I've earned that. I can. He's like, because you can't spell David without D-I-V-A. Oh yeah, that's my yeah, that's my that's that's my T-shirt. That's I like it. Can't spell David without D-I-V-A. I but like I don't it. think it's about being a diva. I do think it's <laughs> well, about you know, entertainment. It's, it's worth. Be, yeah. It's time. It yes. And then maybe a little diva. I think divas get blamed because they do not have people that can help them communicate what they know their worth is. Yes. Hmm. yes. You know, right, some people. Right. Well, you know what? I mean, I did my first when I did Dreamgirls. That I got paid for it. Well, my first gig was an extra and i don't know if you remember i'm gonna date myself boss kelsey grammar's boss yes. back in the day yes boss oh yeah. my lord yeah yeah yeah. when i tell you that was a uh, it got canceled but a great show i was an extra on boss i met kelsey Grammer, who by the way is an amazing man nice great heart great spirit um and i was an extra on boss for three days and we got paid 75 bucks a day and I went home. I saw myself. I was in a scene with, with, with Kelsey. It was great. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this ever again. Not for no money. Yeah. And so it's just about understanding that your value. But here's the deal. I think your value is connected to your work. Yes. You know, you can demand the high dollars if you're going to bring the high work. Right. If you yeah. walk in there and you can slay it and do mm-hmm. handle your business and be present, then they should want to pay you. But every actor has to earn your stripes. You have to go mm-hmm. through the, the, you know, you got to go through it and a working actor or a starving actor, whatever it is. But when the right moment comes, you take it and then you use that moment to platform to the next moment. So, okay, I did this. And every now and then I'll get someone to call back and say, hey, come do a community theater play. I'm like, well, can't do it. Yeah, and it's. I love that you even say that compared to being an extra. I do think you can be a lazy extra. You sure can be. I've seen some. I've been background. Mm-hmm. I'll do background sometimes. There's gigs in town that they are paying more than 75 now, but it's yeah. one of those things that I am going to hustle. I'm going to work. And yep. ultimately, oh, now I'm a featured extra. Oh, now I have, Absolutely. I'm an under five. Oh, Absolutely. I just got that pay bump. Mm-hmm. But I also have watched plenty of actors come and they are not listening and they are doing the minimum and I'm sorry they don't realize you're being watched you are being don't watched. assume that PA isn't also a director Absolutely. don't assume that oh, you're sitting next to Angela right now I'm mm-hmm. a producer I'm a teacher I'm a That's right. people don't understand those things so I do think they're you're right no matter where you're at anybody listening be a professional yeah 
take advantage, see what it is, what it takes. And it's because those can be some long days. They are. Oh, my goodness. They're long days. You're yeah. hungry. You're sitting there. Look around the room. Nobody in the room is pretty. It's like, wait a minute. Where are the pretty extras? At? <laughs> oh there's, there's a bunch of booger bears in here. What happens? See, I'm just looking at the food. Where's the pretty food at? Where's <laughs> that crafty? Oh, there's, the no, there's no pretty food. I need, the good, I need no. a good crafty. You get the bologna sandwich with it, some chips. I'm like, well, this one You got getting? sandwich? Well, it looked like a sandwich that was made by someone that didn't like to make sandwiches. Oh my goodness. But they gave it to us. <laughs> we and we ate them we ate them sandwiches up, you understand me? We killed them. But uh yeah, it's it's important to 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 pay attention to what you believe in and doing your craft like that. Hey, we're taking a break for some sponsor shout outs. Who are we shouting out today, Angela? The Seattle Film Summit. Coming this November twenty twenty. You can check them out on Facebook for more details. Seattlefilmsummit.com. All right, I have a sponsor shout-out for Jody Rothfield Casting. If you're casting a commercial, a movie, Jody is the person you want to contact, jodyrothfield at gmail.com, also for you actors. She teaches an amazing auditioning workshop for adults and youth. And special thanks to our sponsor, Bredetta Vines VoiceOver Talent. From soccer mom, sexy siren, to valley girl and warrior woman, Bredetta has your commercial, audiobook, and animation needs covered. Want to join her in the trenches? She offers private coaching for you, an aspiring voiceover talent. To schedule a session with Bredetta, go to bredettavines.com. That's B-R-A-D-E-T-T-A-V-I-N-E-S dot com. Shout out to Mighty Tripod Productions and Mighty Tripod Acting Studio. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or check us out at MightyTripod.com. As an actor, what's your what's your dream? Where do you what, wow. what, what would be the thing for you? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, the thing for me would be to, as an actor, is to work with some amazing uh, people that I consider. Um, Pillars in, in our community. I would love. I'm I'm going to work with Viola Davis. Oh please! I'm going right. to work with. Um, I'm going to work with Anthony Hopkins. Yes. I'm going to do that. I'm going to work with uh, Meryl Streep. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but be you know, I'm, I, I'll drive Miss Daisy. Whatever. I'll drive Meryl Streep around any town. You know, that would be good. What Daisy too? What? Yes. So I'm my 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 biggest goal as an actor is to is to do work that impacts people's lives but that tells good stories Mm. that tells a good compelling story and let's be real to get paid well sure you know Mm -hmm. it's not about the money but it's about the value of it so as an actor i you know a great film i the audition that we did here it's going to be a great opportunity i could be filming in atlanta next month for a whole 25 days um so we'll see how that works but to, to do some good work and just to uh, be able to be on a set where, or stage, where I can really and truly sink myself into this character and just be, mm-hmm. you know, I love to, I love doing that. It's the work, man. Mm-hmm. People don't, people don't realize as an actor, to to turn off your mind, and to turn on a mind that you've never even considered, that's work. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the mental, oh, it's work. So I want to just, I want to work well. Awesome. That's my biggest goal. I want to work well. Yeah. So we're going to move into the bonus round. If you do question, I always forget these questions, but I know what number one is. All right, so we'll let David ask number one. All right. Bonus round, question one. 
waffles or pancakes? All day long pancakes, baby. All day long. And my pancakes, I can make pancakes better make you slap your grandmother. What? Right in the nose. Bam! She's 94, though. You you will slap her back. I'm sorry, (laughs) Granny. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why? Mark's pancakes. I I make great pancakes. Well, anything in them, on them? Yes. You put butter in your batter. It gives a nice little fried edge to the pancake. And a little bit of vanilla extract makes it out of sight. Ooh. Just a little bit, enough to, I'm telling you, it'll change and This your life. is next level. Yes. Take notes, people. Take notes. <laughs> I want you to take notes so you make <laughs> that for me tomorrow. Because yes. David tomorrow. does. He makes, he makes, he, we make the pancakes kind of on Put the nice regular. Little, actually, you know, give me a couple, tea, couple teaspoons in there so it changes the color a little bit. I'm telling you. And eggs and milk. Even in mix that says only hot water. Don't forsake your eggs and milk. All right. Mm. It's fluffy. Oh, my gosh. The fat boy in me just started dancing. <laughs> he's, he's dancing right now. I'm, I'm hungry. Mm, sounds good. Yeah. And bonus round, question number two. What is your jam? My jam right now. Oof. There's a, okay. My jam is a jam that I wrote. It's called, it's a song I wrote called Why We Don't Love Anymore. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? Yes. I want to hear it a little okay. bit. Yeah. If anybody hears this song right now, you can't steal it because I wrote it. It goes like this. It goes on. Uh, uh, why we don't love anymore. Has it walked out the door? If so, will it return? If not, what's the burn? What happened to the time? We clang like country chimes. And I'm just trying to know why we don't love anymore. The verse says, he says, all at once it dawned on me that this ain't the way and you don't feel free. We used to pray, laugh, work, and play, but doing it now seems kind of strange. And I'm really trying to see if this love affair can come back to we. I can't make it up, and you know it's true. What the hell we gonna do? Why we don't love any? It's a hot song, nice. baby. It's hot. Me, making me love emotional. That. Like... that is a much better answer than boysenberry or <laughs> strawberry, right? And that's, that's why we my, like to ask this question. That's because my it jam right yes, now. It doesn't mean it can mean strawberry, yeah. but it can also mean that. We and just, we will, after bonus round, we'll make sure that you make it uh, available so people are like, "How do I get my hands on that jam?" So. So don't worry. We'll make sure Get Mark shout can outs. shout that out. Oh, Lord. Uh, number three. Okay. If you, uh, Great singing, by the way. That was beautiful. Oh, that was gorgeous. Oh, uh, David, would you like to ask number three Maybe. to finish um, the... Uh, oh, the this one? Yes. <laughs> this one. Ah, yes. I like um, you guys are so adorable. <laughs> that. Bonus Almost 20 years. Three. This is I what happens. 20 years. <laughs> goes by so fast. Okay, it's not life. about us right oh, now. Oh, right. Sorry. I was trying <laughs> it, to be sweet. It can be about you. <laughs> um, I'd, I'll finish this sentence. I'd like to dedicate this Oscar to. I'd like to dedicate this Oscar to everyone mm-hmm. who walked away from me. Because you taught me the value of my value. There's an old scripture that says... They went away from us that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, surely they would have continued with us. People oftentimes forget that scaffolding is not in the house to stay. It's only there while you build. And some people will walk away not because they're evil, but because their time in your life is over. And it forces you to move on. So I would say 
to all who've ever done anything to walk away, thank you for teaching me how to look at myself and say, Mark, you got this. I would dedicate it to them. Mm. They'd probably be mad sitting there. I can't believe mm. he probably paid someone. For that. I probably did, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my hand. It's little Oscar's in my hand. It's for me. I yes. dedicated to Come you. On, right, right. But it's coming but home it's with mine. me. Come on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In our final bonus round question, please finish this sentence. The next time I am in the trenches, I will make sure to. <sighs> the next time I, I'm in the trenches, I will make sure to pay attention to someone who was where I was and needs a better break than I got. Mm. I will. I, I Honestly, I believe in that kind of stuff. I, I'm the kind of guy I walk past and look, how are you doing? I'll pay your grocery bill, whatever I can do. I just think it's important to moments matter and you never know. You never know who you're coming in contact with, man. So in the trenches, I will make sure that I'm looking out for the little guy who's walking around with his head down and go, hey, Use your shot. So, but the key is you better be ready. Mm-hmm. You better be ready. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do. Awesome. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate you for coming on to the show with us. Before pleasure, we guys. before we let you go, do you have any shout outs? Meaning uh, social media stuff, oh, websites. Wow. Any How of that can stuff? they find that? Jam? How can they find more information about you and your yeah, life? Yeah, um, you can look. I'm on uh, uh, Instagram as Mark Smith Live. Facebook as Mark Smith. Um, Twitter. Good luck finding him on Facebook. I know. I tried there's to find so many I Mark Smith. There's a lot of Mark Smith. My mom was tired. She's like, oh, uh, Mark. And she, who names her kid Mark Smith? Oh, no. What are you doing? <laughs> Mark Smith is the most boring name in the world. No. It really is, but it's fine. Uh, you know, I, I love her. My dad was going to name me, no, she was going to name me Guy. And my father intervened. So it's his fault. Mm. But it's fine. Could you name me Guy Smith? What's your name? My name is Guy. Smith. I'd be a jerk. Mm, I'd right. be a bigger jerk than I am right now. So let's just be that. No, there. I like Mark. Good yeah. Mark. Mark. Good Mark. Yeah. Um, Twitter? You on Twitter? Mark Smith Live. Twitter. Uh, awesome. Mark Smith Live. Instagram. And Facebook. I don't know. You got to just, you know, look for a hunt. Hunt uh, yeah, you down. It's a, it's, it's a black man with a bald head and a gray and, gray and beard. <laughs> You'd be like, this guy's getting old. He'll be like, that narrowed it down. Here's 20. <laughs> right. 1,000. 20,000. No, no. <laughs> so many Mark Smiths. Yeah. So uh, find me on social media that way. Uh, I'm releasing some music uh, this spring. Uh, we're releasing a song that's around Easter time, a song that's called The Precious Blood of Jesus. It's a very churchy if, you, if you're in that thing. But then we're going to release why we don't love anymore this summer it's jazzy and it's it's sexy and it's a about a man saying girl what, what's wrong with you why? I, I love we both was, I yeah. was doing something here and she Work. walks away but I, you know look, you'll see me and so would that be would they find that like you'll be posting those yep. on your profile yep you can go to iTunes and you see it all okay you'll be right there I'm on iTunes right now but that's a whole other story oh that will have to be our second time. interview with next interview. because that interview would be a whole nother story itself, and it'd Good. be fun. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, thank so, you so much, much. Mark. Hey, guys, I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me anytime. Awesome. Thank you for spending some time with us in the trenches. This is the part of the episode where we say things like, please subscribe and like us and follow us on social. Where can they find us, Angela? We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Mighty Tripod. Subscribe. Be mighty. Holla at your boy. Be safe out there into the trenches.